Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Honey Faith, and you are now tuned into Life After Dusk Live. This is CJ Sway. And you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. This is Perry, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. And this is Kula Von Seal, also known as Queen Kong. And you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. Come get some, baby. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Life After Dusk Live with your boy, Seti J. Is yet another beautiful, beautiful Wednesday, aka Hump Day after dusk. Glad to have you all, man. Tonight's show gonna be pretty dope because we got a, a very special guest checking in. You know, probably one of the most influential people in the music game because if you're an artist and you, you try to get your music out to global platforms, this is one of those people you need to be linked with and his platform that he has. So definitely. We're going to chop it up with my boy, Big Daddy DJ, in about 15 minutes. And you get to find out, shoot, why. You know, I've been rocking with them so long. They've been And why they've been rocking with life like it does live for so long. I see my co-host with the most is in the building. What's up, Nate? What's good? What is up with you, man? What's been going on over the past week with you? Uh, I mean, same old, same old. Nothing new, really. We on quarantine, so. Speaking of speaking of that, Nate, let me go ahead. Let me let me sound. You know, there's a certain sound we put on this show every time we mention anything quarantine. Whatever, we got to play that. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. You already know. You already know we got to play that every time. <laughs> but no, so Texas. Let me tell y'all something about Texas, man. Texas is slowly opening back up. I'm loving it. I love what's going on. Situation's looking good. You know, they got a few more things that need to happen because certain stuff that need to open. You know, like <clears throat> cabaret. But, um, oh, excuse me, no, so I got a code and just sometimes just random shit just pop out of my mouth. But, um, yeah, we, we need to get this through because, so, let me, ca- let me catch you up what's been going on here today. Go on, we'll give you the tea what's been going on in Texas. So, of course, I, I, last week, um, on last Friday, they opened up the restaurant, they opened up the, the inside of the restaurant, so you can actually sit down and dine in at the restaurants. Only is it's a 25% capacity, um, and it can go up to about 50% depending on where the place, like how prevalent the coronavirus is in the area that is going on. So, that's one. Nothing that opened up was retail stores. So now you can actually go in the store. And shop, of course, there's still a, a occupancy um, limit on that. So it's like 25%, I believe, for that, too. And then, man, it's a few other things. I know restaurants and retail stores, for sure. Doors are open. Damn. Now, oh, movie theaters. I forgot. Movie theaters and museums, as long as they've got things where people are touching their hands and everything. So, 
Yeah, that's what they opened up last Friday. This Friday, let me tell you, they opened up this Friday, Nate. Because I saw your little, I saw, I saw your um status you posted, and you was wrong, you was wrong as fuck. What you what? Go ahead, I want you to tell the world what the hell you said on your status, because you had me trying. When you were talking about people uh, <laughs> talking about niggas is ugly, we heard but open up the uh, barbershop. They need to hurry up and open up them barbershops. These motherfuckers <laughs> are ugly. Please oh, open them back up. I'm getting tired of reinventing ways to not look as look as on uh, quarantine. My hair, I'm going crazy. But I've seen worse. I've seen some hair out here. People be looking. Oh man, like they really going through it. Thank you, God, for at least keeping my hair the state it is in at now. But Nate, let me tell you, if you're in Texas and you said that statement you just said as of Friday, as of Friday, can we can we get some goddamn applause for that shit, please? Thank you, thank you. Sound beautiful. Okay. All right, like I said, as of Friday, we. Are allowing the nail salons, beauty shops, in the barber shops, is everything else in between with self care and shit are allowed to open as of Friday. Can we give another hand to that, please? Thank you, Bruh, Like Nay, I don't think they understand. I don't think they understand. Like, shoot, you talking about? You know, you making your comment about hell. You tie you, you talk about people need to get their hair done and they hurt open up so so people get their hair done and haircuts they could look in the high best. Hell, I agree with you as a person as a person that's been caught man, I try to put somebody on some money because some of the people out here boy so I think, as they say, slow money does not make money. Because wow. I it was a whole man, this girl I was gonna because I know she got hair. I was like, Ooh, I forever cover my hair because Real talk, I know some people get their feelings, but the people that cut my hair the best be females. It's something about when females cut my hair, they pay attention to detail, and my shit be looking extra sharp. Sometimes the guys kind of get a little lazy. They too quick to go get that Beijing shit. I'm like, nah, man, y'all got to die. shit the fuck down. Don't be, I'm, I ain't at that point yet. You got to put some Beijing in my goddamn head. So, y'all die. That shit the fuck down. Anyways, yeah, I try to put this one chick, and 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 keep in mind, this is a person I ain't never let cut my hair, cut my hair. So that already makes me nervous. I don't let this anybody touch my head. So for me to let tell you that you got the green light, and you say yeah, you tell me all this, your times, you're available, and you give me prices, and I'm down, I'm shit, I'm down with the price, I'm down with the times, we good. You sit here and tell me that oh last minute, oh I gotta camp, I gotta go um, camping. What kind of fucking shit is that? Like, we ain't got time for that. People got things to do. So, yeah. I, I was just over that, Nay. I was so over it. But, yes. Nay, so I, I'm telling you. you, you ain't, I'm, I'm about to make up for all the selfies I didn't usually take. I am over taking selfies for being so thankful to finally get this goddamn hair uh, on point. Can't take it no more. It's too much fucking hair. Like this, this fro, it's, I, can't, I can't do it no more, nigga. Can't do it. Y'all see me? Some of y'all can see me on live. I got, I done put hair wraps on, all kind of shit. All right, man. It's, it's, it's um, you gotta do what you gotta do in these streets. 
So, yeah, that is what's up, Nay. Um, so y'all know Nay um has seduction one on one. We'll be chopping up with Nay with seduction one on one uh later on the show. And we're also, of course, crickets of the week will be doing that. So stay tuned. Uh before we get to all those lovely segments, we're definitely gonna get into our music break and then we're gonna go into the interview with my boy, Big Daddy the DJ. So we'll be back right here on Life of the Dust Live with your boy Seti J and your girl. Okay, and oh, by the way, people remind um reminder, the music breaks are all brought to you by Vertigo.com, which Vertigo.com is a site that is made for artists that are trying to get their music promoted on a global platform. It goes to DJs around the world. They download your stuff, they spin it. It gets some, uh, and they basically get see how the how the, how the club or radio or whatever is filming. So definitely get into signboardvertigo.com if you're an artist in the industry that's trying to get your stuff out there. All right, we'll be back after this on Life That Does Live. Um, and today's songs are brought today's songs are for the first break is the Bonfire featuring Riley called You Remind Me and T Stacks Fuck Love.
Tidal. I'm so exhausted, I'm tired of love, fuck it, I don't need it Got open wounds on my heart, I don't know how to treat it I'm screaming, fuck love, cause love ain't never dealt when I need it So I open up, this is me and my heart, got a meeting Giving so much of yourself to someone else, it ain't easy This a letter to my heart, the love you got, better keep it You try to give to someone else and you gon' end up in pieces You done torn it so image, trying to get a feeling No matter how many bitches I fuck, I still feel it No matter how many times I say I'm good, it don't heal it If I'm chilling with a bitch, I don't need you third willing I'm like, fuck Valentine, I got a girl with Cupid If you got an arrow with my name on it, you better lose it Dear heart, tell me why you fell in love with this shit In love with that bitch, I promise one day I'ma get rich I'm sick and tired of you blinding me, honestly How the fuck I get stabbed in the back by a nigga in front of me Fuck love, fuck these niggas, fuck these bitches, fuck the streets Fuck having a good heart when I got a bad bitch under me One more time, nigga, fuck love I can't trust you if you trust love Love will have a nigga out here dying bad and fucked up Love will have tears in your eyes like nigga, what's love? Super my nigga banging blood, but I don't trust blood Fuck love I can't trust you if you trust love Love will have a nigga out here dying bad and fucked up Love will have tears in your eyes like nigga what's love So ooh, my nigga banging blood but I don't trust blood Cause of you, I went against my better judgment with a bitch I gotta watch you, you might fuck around and love another bitch Because of you, I gotta go and fuck another bitch To get over the bitch that you done fell in love with I'm sorry for the shit I did I'm sorry I don't let you get close enough to a bitch to see what love is But it's so far and that's the way it is I don't wanna see you hurt cause when you hurt that shit gon' really bring tears Still heart, how you blacker than me? But I here still tryna love like you ain't never been bleeding. Still heart, you don't get it and I don't get a reason why you ain't screaming fuck love to the day you stop bleeding. Time nigga fuck love, I can't trust you if you trust love. Love will have a nigga out here dying bad and fucked up. Love will have tears in your eyes like nigga what's love? So who my nigga banging blood, but I don't trust blood. Fuck love. I can't trust you if you trust love Love will have a nigga out here dying bad and fucked up Love will have tears in your eyes like nigga what's love So ooh, my nigga banging blood but I don't trust blood All right, we're back on Life of the Dust Live. Your boy, Seti J, and your girl. Yes, that was um, that was a music break brought to you by Vertigo.com, which is a global music um, promotion platform. If you are out there, you're trying to get your music promoted and sent throughout all of the world and DJs from all over the world, breaking your music in the clubs, hell, on a damn boat. Everywhere, it don't matter. You need to have your music on there, period. Because that's where the taste makers are at. You need to be on there. And speaking of Vertigo.com, we got a very special guest on the show. He is one of the brilliant masterminds behind the site. And, you know, I appreciate the love that they show me every year when we go to the conferences. Well, welcome to the show, my boy, Big Daddy, the DJ. What's up, boss? We got you in there now. All right. What's happening, my brother? How you feeling? Pretty good, man. You know, can't complain. Besides, you know, everybody had to be on lockdown, you know, making the best out of it. So I'm blessed. 
behind that. Right. <laughs> yeah, you said you, you said the right thing, man, making the best out of it. Say, man, look, let me tell you, bro, I feel I feel special, man. I feel like I made it now. I made it to your show, man, after all these years, man. You finally had me on your show, bro. So, uh, <laughs> no. so, so, we, we, so, so, you know what I'm saying? We had you there before. We had, we had you, like, kind of, like, snuck in at the conference. We had you, but we, yeah. like, had to have you because now we got you on your Right. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, I, I I get to be on a radio interview with Seti, J, and Nate Seduction, man. I didn't made it, man. I'm telling you, bro. I'm good, man. I, I can go ahead and die now, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm just humble to see you. Know, I'm trying to trying to get, keep y'all stay on my grind just like you, man, because, you know, like, how just for the people that know it, my stuff as well, I'm always trying to keep up the math. How long has the site been around, have been around now? Uh, we started uh, building the site in 2006, and we officially launched it in 2007. Um, and uh, it's it's been uh, it's been a lot of work, but it's worth it. Um, we're a little bit ahead of uh, our time when we started Vertical, um, but you know I just knew that the technology would eventually catch up. I just needed to be able to hang on long enough for everything to kind of catch up, and it did. Probably about four or five years later. Um, but we were just ahead of ourselves. But, you know, when you're in the technology business, brother, and, you know, in this music business, you got to stay about five steps ahead anyway, uh, or you'll get left behind. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So before I come back to uh, Vertigo, I'm going to jump in the time machine and find out, like, what? how did you even get into the music industry? Um, man, I've always been a music lover. That's kind of like the number one thing with me. You know, I've loved music since I was a kid. Uh, I was influenced by my my mom and my sister and, you know, relatives. And, um, man, when I got introduced to the craft of DJing in the summer of 1986, man, I literally fell in love. Like, I, I, I used to already record over my mama gospel tapes, man, on her cassette tapes uh, straight up from the radio. And then in 86, well, man, when they put a couple of turntables and a mixer in front of me, man, I, I just died uh, and went to heaven. And ever since then, bro, I just, you know, I've just been on all sides of it. I'm actually on the record company. I did promotions. Uh, I did A&R. So I did everything, but it all kind of culminated into me doing vertical, taking all of that experience from over the years and was like, you know what, it's a better way to do certain things. And uh, that's what I've tried to incorporate with vertical. And uh, it's it's been working, brother. Like I say, initially it started off kind of slow. Um, just because it was new technology and everything. But I don't know if everybody on the line knows exactly what Vertical is, but I'll explain to them. So, you know, we say it's Vertical Music Promotion, and it's more than a record pool. So what we actually do is over the, the past decade and a half, we've cultivated and created a database of DJs, professional DJs and radio stations and industry tastemakers all around the world in over 100 countries. And what we do is we service those we service that database with your new music, major labels, new music, um, and just made it a very simple process. Uh, before, it had to be actually mailed. So if you can imagine a brand-new Drake song coming out and you having to mail this all over the world, how uh, labor-intensive and costly that would be. But we created some technology and software to be able to do that electronically. So that's really what we've been working on and what we continue to work on. So every day we're sending out new music to SETI J and radio stations and professional DJs of all calibers, new music. And uh, some of them, I'm not going to say they rely on us, but a lot of them count on us to get them some new music that they wouldn't have normally gotten. 
No, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say from see for myself. Like I said, I can't speak for everybody else, but me personally, like I have relied on the site because, like for instance, if I if I take a stint where I take a break for a second and I need to re up my music, I know I'm gonna go to Vertigo. And y'all gonna get me right. So every time, man, yeah. like, y'all have set me set me up, especially just like. We we always ahead the curve with some of the music that we break on there because I hear it on there for a long time and then all of a sudden I hear it like in the club and I'm like damn that's crunk because right. you know, we was already playing we already had that going on Vertigo before anybody was feeling it so yeah. right 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 yeah, yeah it's a blessing bro it's a, it's actually a cheat code for me as a DJ you know I still DJ full time and. Uh, I'm getting music so fresh and so new. I just, you know, I'm so excited to play, the, you know, play the new music. Um, but it's a blessing, you know, um, to be able to get the new music. And like for yourself as a DJ, man, if, if you know, if, if it weren't for companies like Vertical, can you imagine trying to source all of this music? But we try to put it in one place for you and give you all of the versions, radio versions, club versions, instrumentals, acapellas. So we try to give you all of that. So if any artist, if you're listening, just know that it's very important if you're going to service your music to professional DJs. Make sure you have all the versions for them and make their life simple. And nine times out of ten, they'll give you a spin. Exactly. Like, I can't stress that enough to people, too. Like, they don't get, like, when I go there, that is, like, one of the first things I look at when I get to there. Like, I'm always intrigued by somebody even more when they got all the different versions because, yeah, certain atmospheres you want to play wherever, you know, if you're on terrestrial radio, they need the radio versions. If you have on a platform that's a little more freer, hell, we can play the explicit stuff, but you need to have it ready yeah. for anything. And yeah, then real DJs, I know you all about to talk about real DJs. Real DJs, we like having instrumentals to kind of work in a record to bring it in, to bring a record in. Like the instrumental is right. important, so we need that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and to that point, you know, you were talking about the, uh, you know, the different versions. Um, and, you know, with so much music coming every day, um, I was just thinking about this the other day. You know, I literally get, and I know you do too, you probably get anywhere between 50 and 100 new records a day. I know you do. Um, and, and and that's a lot of music because I, I know I know what I'm sending you, <laughs> especially on Fridays. So exactly. if you're getting that much music, you know, I don't have time to clean up a dirty record or, you know, an explicit version for radio. And if I'm a club DJ, I don't want the the edits and the reverse and the censors throughout the record if I'm playing it in the club. So, you know, that's an easy way for your record to be picked over or not played if I have to do all of that work. And remember, I just got 99 other records that may not even sound as good, but I don't have to go through all of the, you know, hoops and, and all of the other acts of Congress to play the record. Because somebody serviced it to me properly, right? And like, I, it was a statement you said the other day. I was like, "Yep, please tell them that." Because they don't, I need to understand. You were saying real DJs do not want your music off of YouTube. Like, right? You right, understand right. how much, how many, how much throughout the time of doing this show, I've had artists that were like, "Oh, here's my YouTube link. You can get the song off of there." And I'm like, "Wait, what? Hold on, you're the artist. How do you don't have the song ready to send to me?" If you want me to play it, right? So, right, yeah. Right. Or people are just yeah. sitting there, just like send me just a like a very bad uh, quality file. I just, I mean, yeah. I got to do right, man. Y'all, y'all trying to be in the music business, then you need to be taking. 
you need to be um, serious about that about what you're doing. So absolutely, said, and you're right. You're right. Like, and and a lot of them, you know, a lot of them don't know. So you know, I, I take it upon myself to try and educate as many artists as possible and give them, you know, just a few, you know, real important pointers. Like to your point, like, and I always say this because I speak on a lot of panels and do a lot of these interviews. You know, when I put on a song and it's not properly mixed mastered, it's sound it's not sounding right, it's too compressed, it's a low quality MP three, you know, my audience, they're not saying that. They're just saying, Man, the DJ tripping, what are he putting on? You know, they're exactly. looking at me as you know, as the conductor for this particular event. So, um and then also, you know, I'm I just say this. Once they do get the, the song and DJs, we like to get it in either WAV file or MP3. MP3 is fine, but make sure that it's the highest quality MP3. Oh, yes. And that means that it, it would be compressed, or they call it bounced down, bounced down, bounced down to a 320 kilobyte MP3. So that's the highest quality MP3 that you can come from a WAV file. WAV is the biggest. That's right out of the studio. Sounds good. Everything is exploded. We're going to compress it down just to move it around as an MP3, but make sure it's a 320. Now, here's something funny. I don't know how many DJs get these get these emails, right? Check out my new song, and it's labeled Track 1, Track 2, oh, Track 3, Track 1, Redone, Track 1, uh, The Good Mix, Track, you know, and it's got all, and it's like, okay, if I, if I even really wanted to get back in contact with the artist, I wouldn't know because it's in my computer as track one. And at one point, man, I had 150,000 track one, <laughs> you know. Um, but, but people don't think about that, and the artists don't think about it. But as a DJ, I think it's our job to educate them. Properly label your MP3. So the name of the artist, which could be the Notorious B.I.G., then put a space, and the name of the song is One More Chance, and it is the club version. Then you put... The same thing, and in the radio version, in the acapella version, explicit, and the acapella clean, and the instrumental. Just because you got to remember, I probably have eight hundred thousand songs in my in my computer. You want your song played, so just make it simple for me to play it. I know this might sound a little too detailed and probably a little anal, but as DJs, you have to help us help you. But if you say play my song, and I'm like, all right, I'm looking for it on my computer, but I downloaded this track one. I may have 500 track ones. I got to go through all of them just to play your record. And that would exactly. be, you know, a use, a useful, you know. So anyway, I might be talking too much, brother, but just tell me when the, oh, no. uh, when you need a break. I, I, I was like, I'm, like, I'm be, I'll be giving out jewels. I'm like, just let, let him, let him break them jewels down. Let him break them down. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So no, like, like real talk, like that's something that I have always, like, that's, that's noticed about the music industry as far as like, and not even just that. Um, what, like, what's the pro- what is the proper protocol as far as your um, as far as what you view as far as an artist bringing music? Because you know, I have my own personal route. Other DJs have their own personal ways. Like, what is the best way for artists to approach you with their music besides going to sign well, up on Vertigo.com? <laughs> right. Right, right, absolutely, yeah. Well, ver- well, vertical is all you know. That always gets my attention, you know. <laughs> you know, definitely if you're doing business with me. But um, I, let me say this: I'm, I'm gonna answer your question in reverse. I will tell you the ultimate way not to give me music. Oh. Um, and we're in, we're in the year of 2020, and number one, to give me a CD is like giving me a cassette tape. Yeah. Um, 
I don't have anything to play a CD on anymore. Not in any of my vehicles. Even my laptops have been retrofitted to take out the CD players because it's a digital world. That's number one. Number two, you don't want to give walk up to a DJ at 12 or 1 o'clock while he's in the club trying to make sure that he entertains this audience of 50, 100, 200, 300, 400, and tell him, hey, man, this is my record. This is the hottest record smoking in the hood, man. I mean, everybody loved this record. Well, that that's not the right time to do that. Um, you know, for me personally, um, you know, I have office hours, and you can contact me on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or even a Thursday, you know, and give me a call and send me the record. Let me listen to it and see exactly where it fits in my set, you know. But I don't think that people really understand the, the complexity of keeping a crowd going and, you know, you DJing and you're thinking about the next three records and keeping everybody entertained and you got somebody coming to tell you that this is the hottest records, you know, out and play this for me right now. That's now talk to me on Monday, not on Friday, Saturday when I'm in the, in the, you know, in, in, in the course of my mix. So that's just, you know, out of respect. And, um, you know, for me, man, you know, I, I sit down with a lot of my clients and try to counsel with them. So I do consultation sessions. They're not free, but at the same time, I'm trying to give a lot of knowledge. I used to do it for free, but then I, I started realizing a lot of the artists were just wasting my time and trying to drain you for, for knowledge, but then they really wouldn't do anything with it. So now, you know, to sit down and have a conversation with me is a fee, but that fee goes toward any music promotion that you do with Vertical. Um, and like I said, you know, sometimes uh, if a DJ has an opportunity to sit down and listen to the song, you will know exactly where it's going to go at in your mix. You'll understand the BPMs. You'll understand, for example, if you have a song about smoking smoking weed, right? Um, you know, you got a, a weed record. When, when, you know, sometimes a DJ may do a, a, a weed set, you know, where you playing music on that, you know, in that in that category. Or you may have a, a back that ass up or a twerk set. You know where to put the music at. You may have a, a, a trap set where you're talking about, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Regarding the trap. You know where to put it. Or you may have a turn up set and, you know, where everybody's going to get crunk. You know where to put the music on as a DJ. So we're not... If you have, if you run into an experienced and a knowledgeable DJ, they're not just putting records on. They're actually trying to tell you a story with their music, you know, and how and how they're DJing. Uh, everything is normally in the same BPM, so you're not jumping from 70 BPMs up to 100 BPM. Um, that don't happen. If they, if you are, then you're probably upsetting a lot of people because you're not keeping the floor to, you know, other music and you're not keeping your crowd happy. So. That was a long way to answer the question of when not to give or uh, approach a DJ and how with a CD and why they're working and give them a call during the week, man. Say, hey, man, can we go to lunch? Let's grab a bite. You know, I'd like to talk to you about my music and let you listen to it. And then, you know, they can bring, you know, somewhere for, uh, for us to listen to it or just send an email and say, hey, would you, would you take a listen to my music when you get some time? You know, but the last thing you want to do is tell somebody, man, it's the hottest record in the city. Man, if it was a high wow. market in the city, I would probably, I would probably have it already, you know. You know, and when you say it, make sure that it, that it lives. Like even if it's not necessarily going to be the highest record in the city at that moment, make sure it has the potential to be considered. So, because yeah, right. I don't, I hear you know people say that too. Right. I'm kind of like, really, yeah, but it's, it's, and then it's you hear a lot of fuzz. In, in the record and stuff, and like, or you, it sounds like somebody like yelling over the track. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and to that last point I made, 
you know, to that last point I made, I mean, if you think about it, somebody say, man, you know, this is the hottest record. Like, this this is the hottest record. What you have done, you have raised my expectations so high. Yes. <laughs> you know, you that, that, you, that you probably won't be able to exceed it or meet it. Because I'm thinking, like, okay, this thing is just going to blow me away, and it may just be average. But if you say, hey, man, I got a cool record. You know, hey, I just finished working on some music. Hey, take a listen. And then the other thing is you got to be careful, man, like, you don't want to bombard a DJ. You know, get get your top two or three records and send to a DJ. I, mean, I guess some people send me 20 records, you know, and I'm like, man, I don't have an hour and a half to sit down and listen to your listen to all of your music, you know. You tell me which, you know, what's your top two or what's your single, and then I'll tell you. You, tell me, you. you send me what you think is your best record, you know, or send me two of them, and then let me be the judge. But, you know, you got to be considerate of folks' time, man. And if I got 100 artists sending me, you know, six or seven records and they are three or four minutes long, that's a long day of me listening to music and I'm not really, you know, I'm not being a productive citizen of my company, uh, you know, of anything at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, for our, because um, I, I, I go some more because I'm telling you, like, I was like, when you came in here, I was like, man, we go, we go on this, we just going to vibe. You know, a lot of times, oh, yeah, we're going to do this long to show. I just vibe until you know, whatever. So we, I got some more for you. Um, before that, I'm having, I'm gonna have my girl Nate, because Nate being on the side of things as far as she's knowledge with the music industry too. I know she's a model and sure. she's an entrepreneur and philanthropist. You know, she she knows right. a lot about the music industry hard too. So I'm gonna throw her into That's the mix. I'm, What's up, man? I'm just glad to be here, brother. I'm glad to be here, man. Y'all can keep me as long as y'all want. Like I say, I didn't made it, bro. I didn't made it to life after dust with Nate and said it, man. I'm, man, I'm living. I'm, li- I must be living right, bro. Oh, you, you doing so? You doing something right? You know, we, we, we are. We have a nice little, you know, humble little going over here outing. Yeah, nah, that's good, bro. Man, y'all, y'all been consistent, bro, for a long time, and uh, you know, she, you working through it, brother, and that's. And that's all you got to do is stay consistent. But what's up, Nate? What are we talking about, Nate? Hit me with something. Hello. Hello. Hey, How sweetie. You doing? I'm Nate Production. The fabulous Nate Production, should I say. The baddest bitch. All right. All right. And that's Carrie. All right, Nate. <laughs> From GI, you know, Gary, Indiana, in the building. Carrie. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I've been to Gary. I've been to Gary. And I used to live in Detroit. So I've been to Gary. I dipped down there a little bit. That remind me, uh, remind me the yeah, remind me the night wall in New Orleans. It was just about, it was just a super big night wall from New Orleans. So, you know, if you've been to one hood, you've been to all of them. But I got a lot of love down there. I went to a couple of soul food spots and everything. So it was a good look. Okay, so you definitely know the vibe. You know how we rock. Yeah. So my question is, I'm gonna be nosy because I'm the only person on the show. Um. <laughs> so what's, the, what's the craziest thing that you have seen happen in the music industry since you've been in it? Since you've been in the game? Ooh, the craziest thing. Well, let me tell you. You know, being a DJ, and I've been DJing since you know since probably before you were born, because I know you're only like 21 or 22. Um, well, actually, I'm 25. But, uh, Let's get that straight. Oh, 25. Yeah, I, I've definitely been. <laughs> I, well, you, well, let me say this. You, well, let me say this. You look, you look nineteen or twenty, sweetie. So you look good. But um, now I've been, I've been DJing for over thirty years. I started DJing in nineteen eighty six, and I DJ on average for the last decade over three hundred events a year, um, every year. 
Um, I don't know if I'm going to make that this year because everything is crazy. But um, but nonetheless, it, it's funny, you know, when you're DJing, you, you, you get to see people at their best, and then you get to see them at their ultimate worst. Because when they get to the events and these weddings, they look so nice. And then by the end of the night, you know, they trashed and tore up and, you know, everybody just lit. Um, but I've actually had uh, – I've actually had people having sex on the stage where I was DJing, literally. Okay. I mean, I mean, just literally. I mean, they, they just went at it. You know what I'm saying? It's some pretty wild <laughs> shit. But uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, and, and and I mean, I've seen some wild shit, but that I, I never forget that because I was the only one that seemed to be tripped out about you know about this shit that was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like I was mm-hmm. tripping. I'm like, man, do, do do y'all see this? And uh, man, everybody just ca- just carried on like you know what I'm saying. Like it was about to bust out like to be one of them big fests, but yeah, you know. So I- I've seen all kind of stuff, man. I-, I you know I've been DJing for so long, but man, I <laughs> that really amazed me. That happened probably like 2010 or 2011, actually here in Dallas. Um, and uh, I guess oh, they just it, I, was I guess the one, was the one on 504 event. It, it started to sound no, like no, that. It was, it, <laughs> no, no, no! It wasn't the 504 event. Well, we'll we'll do that for the 504 events, man. Nah, it was for okay, another event. Say, I was actually DJing. I mean, I was, hey, don't you want us women to be in there? Hey, that make you that make you all uh, do something wild, man. So, oh like, man, hey, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy with that music, bro. It's a lot of energy, <laughs> man. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, and, and I was DJing. This was back when um, when when uh, it, it was uh. What's the name? Oh, it's called uh, man, it, I don't know. It's Prime when Prime first opened. It was called Club Shake. So I was DJing oh, over man, there, right? Club it, yeah. So so I'm uh, so I'm DJing, and there's a New Orleans second line song that says it goes like this: It says, uh, "Take it off, take it off, take your motherfucking drawers off, right?" So this lady, I know this, and at this time, this this was a very mature lady, man. She took off these drawers, bro. This had to be the biggest drawers I'd ever saw in my life, bro. And she <laughs> threw them at me, dog. I ain't lying to you, said it. Said it. I was ducking like a motherfucker, man. She threw these big oh, ass no. blue. I remember they was light, though. They was light blue, bro. Though this, I swear to God, I thought it was a sheet. I, I know, ducked, and I know I what song you talking about too, because I know my uh, my bounce music. You talking about? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, oh, take him off, take him off, take him yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a a, 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 <laughs> a like reverb song. Yeah, 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 Casanova. So yeah, yeah I that was song. Hey, that's what that's my go-to second line song. Is yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> nah, but nah, but I'm, but real Nate, but Nate, it's been some wild stuff, you know. You just gotta, you know. But you know, everybody just just trying to have a good time, and everybody released different. But uh, I was DJing downtown that, that that event that I'm talking about, and it was just kind of wild, man. It was just like they just went at it, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there tripping, tripping. But um, I don't know. I, it's it's been all kind of stuff, you know. But I just um. I don't know. I'm just glad I'm able to do it at this level for so long and, you know, entertain people and keep everybody excited and, do, you know, just do different stuff. So, come on, man. Give me a good one. You got to give me something That's else good. good. Come on, Nate. I know you got, you got some other ones. Oh, you know. <laughs> don't call me out. Don't call me out, Nate. Sorry, don't call you out, okay, bro. So. Don't, don't start, All since we got on that topic, like, what's the craziest, you know, thing you've ever seen in, you know, the music industry since you've been DJing, where's, what's the most craziest thing you ever had sex with? <laughs> you say the most craziest thing I ever had sex? Oh, Lord. Yeah. 
man, I got I got to be careful of these uh of these questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, yeah I told you. I told you to be careful. I told you to be careful. Hey, Sadie, 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 got into all kind of serious ass shit on here. Let me see. Oh, yeah. um, you got to watch it. You got to watch that one. I don't know. I don't know. Let me think about that. I'm gonna come back to that one. I got to think about it. I, I, I. I ain't, I ain't that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of kept guy. So you know what I'm saying. I, okay, so I, ain't, I ain't freaky I'll, like that. I'll go. Since, since you want to be scared, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the question. Oh no! Wow! Wow! That's that. You gonna poke me on, on, on worldwide radio like that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so the craziest place I ever had sex at was church. In the bathroom, the church bathroom. At, at, at church. In the bathroom. You said yeah. church. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Sadie J. Sadie J. The question's back to you, bro. question's back to you. This is... <laughs> you go ahead and go back to the questions, bro. <laughs> God, dog. Wait, hold up, man. Hold up. I, should, I, I didn't prep for this shit. I got all my, all my statistics about vertical laid out. She hit me with mm-hmm. the church. Oh, oh my God. I, I got you. Oh Lord! Every time she tells me, I never, I never. Every time she tells me that story, I still am in shock. Like it's like it's a brand new thing to me every time. All right, so all right, so tell me how this happened. Now, come on, explain this for me, okay? That's what I'm saying. You gotta let you gotta let 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 it see through. Okay, so we got. (laughs) We got bored in church, and we had to use the bathroom, so we end up, like, going to the bathroom, and, you know, one thing led to another. We started kissing each other, and, you know, we was in the bathroom, so we just, you know, got it popping. Yeah, yeah, y'all just went yeah. for it. So, like, I got to ask you, so was y'all in the, in, the, in the women's bathroom or the men's bathroom? I was with the females, so we were spinning, spinning. <laughs> oh, 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 was you in another female? Yeah. Wow! All right, all right. Well, shit, that's that's what's up. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. So you, you you had to take off you had to take off them little white shoes and them stockings and all that. You had all that shit on. <laughs> <laughs> you had your church stockings on. And, wait, wait, wait. Where, wait, wait. Where was your Bible at? Where was your Bible when all this was going on? Did y'all y'all ain't y'all ain't y'all ain't getting no juices on the Bible, huh? No, I believe that was in the church, you know, that was in the uh, sanctuary. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Y'all need back that day, though, because she ended up leaving a hickey on my neck. I went home. Wow. And then mm. I ended up getting a punishment because I had a hickey on my neck. Well, how old were you at this time? I was like 16. Oh, you got it in it. All right. Yeah, you, you, you're you an early bloomer. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, you're early bloomer. Yeah, you still, you still, you still go to that church? No, because I live, <laughs> I live in Indianapolis now. I don't live in Gary anymore, so I live in. Oh, okay. I live two hours away from Gary. Yeah, know? yeah, you in Circle City, man. I, uh, yeah, I, I've been, I've I DJed in Indiana, um, in Indianapolis a few times when they had the Circle City Classic down there. When, oh um, yeah, Ramblin' played. September, you know, it's every September, so I didn't go there yeah. this year because I think I was. I was in the Dominican Republic when they had it last year, so I'm gonna go this year. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a nice event. It's, it's, it's a nice event. Hey, Seth, you see how you see how I got off of got us over that topic, dog? I got and, us back. Hey, that, that's, no. that's how we that, that, that's what we call that's how we call a professional transition. Yeah, <laughs> you're not transition from that. You're not sweet. Mm. You're not sweet. Yeah, so, I'm still thinking okay, though. You don't want You want to be scared, and I want to answer those questions. So I got another question. Oh, shit. So what do you like <laughs> most about being in the entertainment industry? Whew. Um, you know, as a DJ, I, I really like entertaining. You know, I like to satisfy my crowd musically. Um, you know, there's a hundred DJs out there, and I'm sure all of us, you know, DJ different. Uh, I just like to keep energy up, you know, and if somebody's going to come and pay to see me DJ or come to an, a, a venue and pay, I want them to leave with a level of satisfaction, like, I had a good time, you know, he you know, he played music. Um, you know, if it's kids, I want them to have fun. If it's adults, I want them to have a good time and just make it a memorable experience, you know. Um, I still run into people that I DJ for in high school and college and parties years ago that I don't that I don't remember and they'd be like, Man, you know, you DJ my fifteen or sixteen, my sweet sixteen party, we had such a blast and it was memorable, you know. Um and I think as a DJ as an entertainer in the music business, if you can leave that kind of impression on somebody um, you know, I, I, I mean, that's, that's, that, that'll last, you know, as long as they're alive, you know, that you're a, a, a positive memory in their, you know, in their mind. So that's the part I like about it. You know, just that's real good. Question, you know? Yep. So what else you got bad them, Shorty? Um, you need to go back to my previous question. <laughs> Shorty, I'm using that one. Thank you, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'm, sure. you, I'm, that's I'm my new, I'm, new material. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still thinking, bro. I'm still thinking. Still, I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> right, so I'm, I'm, I'm to tag in. I got a question, Tracy, for you. Because mm-hmm. we, were talk, you were talking about, uh, one of the questions she had actually, and you were talking about how people were um, getting, I had joked around and said, oh, who was it the 504 um, event, was it? And so I want to kind of like, like touch on that as far as far as the 504 events and it is the music, the bounce music era, which I won't even say era, the bounce music movement. Um, yeah. Like, what's your like? What's your thoughts on this? Like, your about how it was something that was localized. It really it was never really localized. It's always been something that's been around. People were just sleeping on it. Like, what's your thoughts about how so many records are using that sound? Like. Drake is using mm-hmm. it a whole lot. Beyonce, the list goes. Yep. 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 No, I, I definitely, I definitely uh, understand the question. Uh, let me say this: I was, I was present in uh, an active DJ, and I actually used to rap too. So, like I said, I've been on all aspects of this particular music business, and just to see where the bounce music genre has evolved to, I'm excited about it. Uh, one thing that I'm not excited about, and I get a little and my feelings about it was and is is there's so many talented bounce artists that made so many great bounce records that have now passed or died that they're not here to see this. You know, I can play a two hour set, man, of just deceased um New Orleans bounce rappers, bro, that had some hot shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was a genre that I saw it. I saw it. I was there for it. I was there when T.T. Tucker and D.J. Jimmy and D.J. Red, they was running the Brown Beats back and forth. And 
you know, you got into this chant and this call and response type music that was, you know, New Orleans bounce music. And there's so many of them, brother, so many of the forefathers of bounce music that's not here today, um, that's not able to see it where it has come. And it's now it's a recognized and a respected, um, you know, genre of music. Um, actually, you know, I, as a DJ, I have an entire DJ crate that's called NOLA Inspired or New Orleans Inspired. So it's people that's not from New Orleans that have done New Orleans Inspired uh, songs like you talked about. You know, we got the City Girls, we got Drake, you know, you got T.I., you know, you got a hundred of them out there now. But uh, they've all, you know, kind of fed off of that beat. So it's a cool thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just, I just would have wished that some of these artists, bro, would have been able to really see where this thing has come to, because there was a lot of them, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, we, shit, bro. Like, right, we just you know. lost um, DJ Black and Mile, which, I mean, that was that was crazy. I never met him in person, but I remember um, the last time I talked to him, I remember it was just, he had to just bounce mix where he took, because that's one of my favorite things about bounce music is how y'all would take a song, I could take the most random song, it could be the most pop song ever, and y'all lay that brown beat on top of there, all of a sudden, right. it's like, man, you can let this rock and um, hip-hop feel like it's right. nothing. And so... Absolutely, yeah. It was it was a, it was was a that song by Jesse McCarty called She's No You, and he had it, but then he didn't have his mind space anymore, and so I couldn't find the track. I was like, man... I've been wanting to find that track forever because that used to like be all like get me going. It's like, hey, like right. how the, I'm like lit to yeah. Jesse McCartney all of a sudden, and I sent the email to him, and he was like, oh, here you go, man, bam. Like, right. like yeah, he, yeah, he didn't waste no time sent it to me. So, you know, a lot of a lot of yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, rest in peace to Black and Mild, man. Go DJ Black and Mild. He was a good dude, brother. Um, I hate to see that, you know, we lost him. We also lost Fifth Wall Weeby. We also yes. lost uh, Scratch Master Fest from a uh, full pack, you know. So, man, we've lost so many, bro. Magnolia Shorty. Know, just too many. Yeah, Magnolia Shorty. We lost Pimp Daddy. We lost uh, 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 Sporty, you know what I'm saying? Um, we lost Hitman. I mean, it was just a lot of them, bro. You know, just a lot of brothers that really impacted this music industry. We 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 lost uh, Yellow from UNLV who made Eddie Bow and uh, he also made the Dragon from the River song. That's him rapping on there. You know, so it's a lot, brother. It's a lot, man. We lost uh oh man, uh uh what's her name? Juicy. You know, they got the song by Lil El called Get the Gat. She made a song called uh Lick the Cat <laughs> you know, so that was her answer and her reply to it. And it, it go just as hard. I can send that to you if you need it, but she uh she used the same beat, bro. But you know, um but but now, brother, it's it's taking a it's taking a turn for the positive, I think, for everybody uh in New Orleans. Now we're starting to get the recognition for a music genre that's really been around for thirty years, bro. It took that long, you know, for it to be accepted from the DJ Jubilees all the way up to now you got Frida. That's a worldwide, you know, yeah. um, you know, uh, you know, figure, you know, so, and, and now I can give you a little tidbit and you know this, but a lot of people that's listening probably don't. Now you got actually segments or categories of bounce music. You have classic bounce. Um, you have shakedown bounce. Now you have remix bounce, you know, so now it's actually different segments of it. So, you know, shakedown is the, 
the more big freedom. Then you got the remix bounce, which is what you just talked about, the black and mild, where you take a song and you remix it. And you got the classic bounce, where this is the stuff that we came up on the 90s, you know, through through the 2000s, um, you know, with Partners in Crime and uh, Cain and Abel, you know, things like that. But, man, there's a lot of stories I could tell you, man, about the whole bounce movement. But, you know, I'm just glad that I that I went through it. And now that I'm living in Dallas, you know, I always talk about this too. I was there here. I just, I, I was lucky enough to be here in Dallas for the Dallas boogie movement. Um, I just would, yes. I just wish that Dallas would have embraced their movement like New Orleans embraced their bounce movement. Like the, if the boogie movement, because you know, like it was some people was like, man, we're not playing that shit, and you know, this, that, and the other. But I mean, it was a unique sound for Dallas. And if you, you think about it, man, once they got away from group. right, right, once you got away from <clears> their actual movement, you started to not see as many artists. Like I could DJ a, a four-hour party and spend two and a half to three hours just on Dallas music, and it was rocking. You know, this is oh six, oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, ten. You know, and then it kind of faded off because it just wasn't embraced or supported. You know, by whoever. But in New Orleans. Man, if you go to New Orleans and you don't have bounce music, you might well not even set your shit up. Yeah, I'm sure. You feel Hell, me? I mean, it, you know, if, you, if you go to a college party, you better not um, walk in there with no bounce music. They'll look at you crazy. Right. You know, so I just wish that Dallas would have did that. Um, you know, I mean, they had some, you know, some solid artists, but it just, it just never really caught on. You know, it, but it takes a, it takes a culture, brother, to, you know, to stand up for the, you know, for their own sound. So. Um, that, that's why, yeah, that's anyway. why I've always been envious about with bounce because even when y'all went through the same thing too, because I still remember I was going to UNT and I remember because of, when the hurricane hit, ended up displacing people to you know all over the world, and so I met mm-hmm. some people that had to move over, had to move here quick, fast, in a hurry, and they never come to UNT, and I remember they were playing bounce music and people were looking at them like. Why y'all playing that? Like I'm like y'all, I'm you know I'm from here and from Jersey originally, and I'm still seeing, you know, the potential. I was like, I don't know, man. This shit bounce. This shit uh, rock to me. I don't know what y'all see yeah. now. It'd be crazy. Some, some of the exact same people that used to give me the crazy eye would come mm-hmm. knock my door down by playing bounce, biggie, biggie, bounce, biggie, biggie. I said, this is what I want <laughs> right. y'all to do for me. They want me to be all over the place doing that now. I was like, I thought you didn't like that. Every time I played at a, a, a party or something, you gave me the um the little crazy eye. So it's crazy. Right, like, right, yeah, it's, like you said, I wish Dallas yeah, would do the, had to do the same thing. It's like every time we had an artist that would get up there, we was like all of a sudden we were straight away from, oh, we don't want to do it. And then we allowed yeah, yeah. other regions to pretty much take our sound and claim yeah. it. So, that was a bad move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate, I hate, I hated to see that happen. Um, that kind of, that you know, that kind of upset me a little bit. That that they just really, you know, just really took it over and you know, kind of ran with it. And some of them were more successful than the guys that were really, you know, the core founders of the actual movement. And I'm not from Dallas. I don't claim to be, but you know, I know a lot of the artists here, and I, I love the energy. But like that, you know, the whole bounce music, man. It's just an infectious sound. You know, it's an infectious sound. Um, you know, if you can take, you know, right now, brother, you can take a, a, a child in New Orleans that's 15, 16, or 17, and the only, re- the only reason that they know of Adele, they know of Anita Baker, 
they know of mm-hmm. Betty Wright is because somebody has put a bounce beat to one of their songs that's 30 years old and still has it as one of the top played songs every night in New Orleans. So if you put on Anita Baker, No One in the World, like um, oh, everybody that's one in New knows that record. You know, um, if you put on Betty Wright, you know, um, they, they're going to know that song. <laughs> you know, if you put on the Dale like rolling pain, in the deep, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, after the pain rolling in the deep. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's just pretty awesome that it extends the life of a record. So when I talk to a lot of my clients, you know, even at the at the uh, at the major level, I'm like, well, you know, you may want to consider doing a New Orleans bounce version of that record, because I'm telling you, if it if it's not bounced out, it's not getting played in the five or four, you know. But if you do it right and you take care of the producer, because they got some great producers, and you bring them on like like Adele did with DJ Money Fresh, his remix. They actually, I think, broke bread with Money Fresh because his remix was so dope. They took the original out of rotation on the on Q93 and 102.9 and put the bounce version in. But if you put, there's a fire burning, and you know, they everybody know that song. But, I mean, when, when the last time you listened to Adele, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? On purpose? She's not even, she not it, even, it, it just happened right, to be like, you know, one saying. of the songs, if you listen to a playlist, it just come up or somebody requested it. That's yeah, the only yeah, reason. I mean, right, right. So you know, it took money fresh to go ahead and bounce it out, and now you know it's it's a it's a staple for New Orleans music, and that was right after Hurricane Katrina. So man, everybody, you know, I mean, everybody was kind of feeling that. So, but anyway, man, I might be talking too much, man, and I I, I don't know if uh if my girl Nick got any more questions in the music regarding the music <laughs> business. <laughs> nah, she, she doing like me. We okay. over here, we we taking in these jewels like. I mean, for me, like I said, me personally, man, I just like it, that. That was one of the things too. Like one of the things is always, um, did I try to actually met you was at a five hundred four event, and it was my people. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Brandy, shout out my boy Stephen Gill, shout out to all them. You okay. know, they used to for sure. always take me. They they like faithful five hundred four Tuesday supporters. So yeah, I remember the club I came to. It was man, it was like right in the corner of when you first come to Deep Ellum. You were DJing there, and that's how I first like um, met you. Even before I heard about Vertigo, that was how I met you. I was like, man, damn, I like this one. This is like lit. This kind of vibe. So, right, man. Yeah. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's a it, 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 it's a special, uh, you know, what I'm saying a special set of people. I, I really love my people, bro. I, I really do. Like, you know, being from New Orleans, man, we have a special culture. Really, just it's all it's all Louisiana too, you know. Yeah, and and and, I, and like I, it just keeps getting big. I, I say New Orleans and I mean Louisiana, but then really the whole kind of Gulf Coast region, bro. You know, you you just you just encounter some people, man, in the love. So you know, it just makes me want to do more and more for for my people, as I call them. You know, like that's kind of my thing. I do it for my people, uh, just to get together, man, and to have us have fun and reminisce on the culture. You know, the food is always good. We got our unique music with Second Line. Then you got Zydeco music. Then you know we like the blues down there, and we like southern soul, and we got bounce music. So man, if I can satisfy my little region, brother, and it just keep me moving as a DJ, then I'm good. But um, you know, I, I really just love the energy that comes. It's just a soulful place to be from, bro. Um, you know, that's why I love to see you know other regions and other cities really embrace their music. Like you got house music in Chicago. You better know if you're going to Chicago to DJ, you better know how to DJ house. If you're going to Florida, you better know. Um, bass music. If you go on to ATL, you better be able to know how to rock a trap set. If you go to the East Coast, you better have some some true hip hop. 
If you go to the West Coast, you better know how to rock the West Coast vibe and the hypey music. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So our region, bro, we we blessed to have so much coming out of just really one one state uh, of them categories that I mentioned. You know. All right, I got okay. So I got one more question for you. Um, Go as for far it. as um, as far as DJ, as far as um, DJs, well, it's, it's a two part mm-hmm. question. One, as far as DJs, why a again, why is it important for them to be on Vertigo.com? And how do they go about getting on to there as far as beating the mix? Okay. All right. First question, um, why is it important to be on Vertical? Well, here's the deal. Over the last 14 years, we've cultivated and grown a database of DJs. And if you're an artist, you want your music where the DJs are to play your music. Um, Like I said before, as a DJ, I don't just browse YouTube looking for songs to play. I go to where there is a pool of music. So if I'm a fisherman, you're going to go fish where they have fish at. <laughs> you know, you're not going to go fish in the desert. You're going to go fish in the lake. <laughs> you feel me? Exactly. So as an artist, you want to put your music in the place where DJs are. And DJs don't browse SoundCloud and YouTube for music. I'm just letting you know as a professional DJ, we go to where we can actually get it professionally. That's the importance of it. Now, we have we we have nearly seven thousand DJs registered on our site in over one hundred countries. All right, that's a fact. Um, all those DJs don't just like bounce music, and all those DJs don't just like hip hop, and they don't just like R and B. They like all kind of music, and they're on there really digging in the crates. Digging in the crates means that they're actually going through the website and they spend hours a day looking for new music with the potential to actually play your music. That answers the first part of your question. The second part mm-hmm. of the question is if they want to um, learn more about Vertical, you can go on the website, which is vertical.com. It's spelled V I R D I K O. Once again, that's vertical.com. Uh, and that is our handle on all of our social media Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Snapchat, you name it, it's vertical. Everything is vertical, V-I-R-D-I-K-O. And the website is vertical.com. Um, and everything that I'm saying here that I'm telling you is in black and white on the site. You can go to vertical.com slash FAQ for frequently asked questions. It has all of the details. It has all of the pricing and the packages. Now, let me say this. Vertical is not free. What we do is, if you're an artist, I'm going to charge you to service your music to these thousands of DJs. I can't guarantee you that they're going to like your music. Like everything I sent to Seti J, I know he don't like everything because I don't like it all. But it is in my job to send it to Seti J, and then Seti J will make his own decision on if he likes that record or not. So I, I can't guarantee that, it's, that, that he's going to like it and even play it, but I can guarantee you this, he is going to get it. You follow me? Yeah, because they got to think so, about it. Every show, every show I play, um, two so I play two songs in there. So that means, like you said, right. about ninety nine a week. That means of the ninety nine, I'm playing two songs of the ninety nine. So right, you gotta. It's right. gotta be so. It, it's it's never the same criteria per se of how I pick the music. It's just sometimes I just kind of go with what my my little intuition is telling me, and a lot of times I'm mm-hmm. right. I sift through right. probably I, I'll probably sift through about twenty tracks before I pick the yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's a lot of music, brother. It's a lot of music. You know, we just surpassed um, 13,000 songs, um, and I was gonna. this was going to be, be the big announcement at the mixer that we were going to have a couple months ago, and it hurt, hurt me to my heart that we couldn't do it, but it's always safety first. That that week we had actually achieved 13,000 um, library listings. So as a DJ, I have access to 13,000 songs. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So that's big. You know, now I think right now we're probably at 13,200. Uh, so it's just that much music coming through the system. Um, you know, but I mean, I'm, I mean, we're proud of that. You feel me? We're proud of being able to have that type of database available to professional DJs. So if you're an artist out there and you got questions, man, you can feel free to give us a call, reach out to us. The email address is info at vertical. That's I-N-F-O at vertical.com. Also, the office number is area code 214-550-0561. 214-550-0561. Give us a call, and we'll try to guide you as best as possible, but it does take a budget to do it. It's not free. I, I just like to put that out there because I don't want to set any expectation for anybody thinking that, you know, this is free. I mean, it really costs to be in this music business, <clears throat> you know. No, and we did, and, we, and the thing is, like you said, the the money you're not just sitting on money. You actually that money has been put to good use because that conference is probably the mo- one of the most sought after things to go to every year. It's one of the go to things, and I was like, yeah, I yep. was in my feelings when we can't we can't go this year. I was like, oh yeah, man, like yeah, I'm telling you, every year I don't care what else is going on unless it's like family related or whatever. I'm like, hey, y'all gonna have to wait for me to come back from uh, Vertigo Mixer because yeah, I, yeah, I have that, to be. There. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that so much, man. I mean, it's, it it means a lot to me just to be able to get us all under one roof. And um, you know, I, I took for granted when I initially started doing it, man, the level and the amount of relationships that were started and cultivated from the Vertical Mixer. But I mean, you you know, and everybody's just cool. You know, you got these some of the biggest artists that's out at the time and some of the best DJs and everybody just kicking it, shaking hands, kissing babies and talking and, you know, Hey man, let's work together. Let's do this. Come check this out. Let's do, you know, so um, that, that was my motivation to keeping it going. And, um, you know, hopefully, man, I I really would like to do one before the end of the year. And uh, if not, you know, if it's, if it's not safe to do it, then, uh, you know, we'll wait until next year when we can actually do it right. But I don't know, man, I just really would like to get us together just as a you know, as an entertainment industry. So and I appreciate all your support, but that means the world to me. Oh, oh, thank, you. Oh, thank you, man, for, for having a platform at this. Thank you for you know, not when I start DJing the clubs or whatnot, then one of the places I always knew I can go to was was Vertigo. So and people always mm-hmm. wondering why I mean I become a broken record about talking about it. I wear the T shirts, all that so yeah. In heck, yeah, even I when I wore, I wore the, the badge to like Atlanta, and shoot, they remember I had the Vertigo badge on in Atlanta, and something about that badge, no matter where you go, people put some respect on it. People was like, "Oh, okay, you a professional <laughs> DJ?" Because it says professional DJ <laughs> on the badge. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, man, it's big, bro. It's big, man. You know, just to be recognized. You know, what I'm saying, like, I, I I appreciate all of the DJs, and I mean, I live the life. You know, so. You know, I, I can actually, you know, speak on it and know what it takes. So I know the hard work that goes into you producing this show and putting it together and staying consistent. So, you know, I know, man, like you need to be recognizing, man. We had some 
some surprises for y'all this year, but I'm going to try to keep them coming for the next one and whenever we decide to do it. Um, I just want to tell all the artists one thing, and this is something that I've noticed since we've been on this quarantine, right? The average time on our site for a DJ normally was about 40 minutes, right? That's And, and they may go on once a week. or Now, that's 40 minutes for a week. You know, you don't get DJ on there 40 minutes a day because the way we have it set up, you don't need to be on there 40 minutes a day if you're keeping up with the music. But when we started this quarantine, brother, now we're averaging DJs on the site three and a half hours a week. You know, this so, is true. So I, I'm like, because I'm, I'm faithful in it every day now because I don't want to miss anything. I'm like, right. I mean, it's just on? so much music. You know what I'm saying? And now, the, and and now the DJs are in quarantine. They don't have a lot to do. So think about this. Think about this is a good opportunity to have your music somewhere. For where for DJs to listen to it because guess what we don't have anything but time and man I've been on there myself you know grabbing stuff I know like, man how did I miss this this is a jam you know so let me put this and organize it so on and so forth so and also you know again as, as before I let you go again I just want to thank you again um again I can't speak for everybody out there all the DJs but the ones that that feel the same way I do. We appreciate you for having the site, man. We appreciate you for, uh, you know, every year y'all take the time out to put those events together, make the swag bags. Just really, you know, mm-hmm. go out the way of making us feel, you know, like important because some people, they don't imp- appreciate how important the DJ is. So, again, yeah. before I let yeah. you go, I appreciate you for that. And, you know, Thank I'm, you, I'm rocking with you forever, man. Yeah, well, let's do it, brother. Man, I appreciate y'all, and man, um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to answer my girl question the next time I come on y'all show, bro. I can't think, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't come up with it. But I can't answer a question. No, you <laughs> <laughs> next, The next time oh, I do God, an interview, bro, it. I'm gonna have an answer for it, man. I'm gonna have an answer for Nate. But Nate, I she know you're the best. And, and she, she don't one. forget nothing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I gotta I think know. about it, Nate. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I gotta think about that, Nate. Um, but it's probably been in the bedroom, so I, you know I'm gonna answer that. I'm just been in the bedroom. Let me just say that. Um, but not, none of that I really, I really, the bedroom. I really, yeah, in the bedroom. But I, I, you Talk know what? Talk to my voice for bedroom. <laughs> 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 oh shit! But, but nah, man. But but but, but J, man, do me a favor, brother, man. Just keep doing what you're doing and stay consistent. And uh, at the end of the day, you know what I say, bro. We work. And uh, we all work, brother. I, I really, I really take my hat off to you because I know how, how challenging this is, man. So I can't give you enough compliments, and I love what you're doing, and you and your girl, man. Y'all keep holding this shit down, and uh, hopefully we'll link up soon, bro, and be able to break bread here, be, you know, when all this this craziness settles. Yes, sir. Um, as I as I go, I had to play, I had to play the snippet of this just to prove your point about what we were talking about, which is yeah, it's your boy Uh-oh. Big Chew. There you go. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear that record, you already yeah, that's one of the records. Man, I that's that, that, look, that. look, look, that's look, that's that John Legend right there, bro. That's that John Legend. You know what I'm saying? If you had dreads, you had to you had to work your elbows and work your neck side to side. So anyway, yeah. hey, man, thank y'all for having me. Y'all stay blessed and uh keep spinning, man. Stay safe. And uh, to all the listeners out there, man, if you need your music service, you need to get it to DJs. Just think about Vertical, V-I-R-D-I-K-O.com. We work, and it's much better yes, than the Liverpool. Talk to you later. All right, brother. Appreciate it.
That that was my boy Big Daddy DJ, one of the masterminds behind Vertigo.com. Oh, we got shoot, we um it's one of them locker shows we be doing, man. So we're gonna give y'all the abridged versions of our illustrious segments on the seduction one on one and um crickets of the week. Nate, what you got for seduction one on one? Okay, so for this seduction one on one, um, something very tragic happened in my um city where I live today. Um, this guy got killed today, um, by running from the police. So even though he was running from the police, they still killed him. And then they tried to say that he had a gun on him, but how how did he fire a shot? And he got his phone in his hand and his shirt in his hand, and he's running away from y'all. And he's on live when it's at the same time. Like, this, the whole thing was on Facebook Live. Yeah, we were just talking about this. I, we actually know the person. Like, no. Like, it's, it's crazy because he lives here in Indianapolis. He's from Gary, though. Like he was residing in Indianapolis, and for y'all to make comments saying it's gonna be, a, it looks like it's gonna be a close casket and laughing and making jokes about killing him, and then y'all lying said that he was being transported to the hospital the whole time he's still dead at the scene, like his body is still just laying there and not being transported to the hospital. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's crazy. Like, because what's gonna make me mad is all this stuff going on on Facebook Live, right? And they're going and people deny that shit. Like, you got yeah, you, you officer, got to you got to be able to tell me how you gonna be able to spin this shit. The officer deleted his Facebook Live. They deleted it after they killed him. They deleted it. Y'all, so therefore, at this point, y'all tampering with evidence. And my whole thing is, although he took the police on a high-speed chase, that don't mean he deserves to die. Because just in Michigan, uh, what, a few weeks ago, white people was protesting with guns trying to end the coronavirus. But did they get killed? No. No, they did not. But the first thing they try to say is they were fearing for their life. But was y'all fearing for y'all life when the white people was protesting in Michigan and had guns? Like the white people? No. Y'all was not fearing for y'all life. At all. Yeah, this is crazy because like, he actually, he actually been to the club over here. After he got up, y'all, like, y'all taste man and still shot and killed him. Y'all fired 15 shots to him and even when he was on the ground, y'all was still shooting at him and he didn't even have a gun. Yeah, it's just crazy, bro. And it's crazy because, like, yeah, we, I, I was, like, right before the show, um, you know, I was doing, I started doing, I was doing the shoot and as we were leaving for the shoot, we were talking about we were um she had just watched the video um and she was like, Oh my god, like this is happening like 
really just happened on Facebook Live, and just to hear, yeah, it coming back and you talking about it, man, like now it makes sense. Forty, they said it was about like forty thousand people uh, was on there at some point in time. So you started to do the math. Now it's making sense. Forty thousand, that's all over the place. So that's just crazy. Exactly. Now it made it to the shade room and then made it on TMZ. Damn. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. But I, I say I say this like Yeah, it, it just it really does like just make make me have to wrap my head around it like, man. And why would you delete it? Like don't don't because I would think if anything, if you didn't do anything wrong, I wouldn't delete it. I would let it be I would let the video still stay so that when people say need as far as the video evidence if you ain't doing anything wrong, you got something there to prove that you ain't doing anything wrong. If you delete yourself, it's, it make you look mad guilty. So yeah, dead ass. That shit don't fucking uh-huh. fly. Definitely. Okay. That was that was deep, Nate. It's, and it's crazy because that was the topic we were talking about before the show. So it's interesting that you brought this up. So good. That's a this is a very good seduction one on one. Y'all just got to be careful. I feel like just from top of the police, this is what I said. My take on it is the fact that he shouldn't have sent them on a high-speed chase. To me, that was asking for a negative impact. That was asking for a negative outcome by taking the police on a high-speed chase. And then he was on live. He, like, he basically, he was playing. At first, he was just playing, like, I'm going to take them on a high-speed chase, whatever, like that. But they it turned into something negative, and it turned into him having his life taken away from him. I said he shouldn't have put them on the hospital chase. That was asking for you to die because that was asking like you're a black man in a, in today's America. They are looking for any reason to kill black people. So that was you giving them a reason to kill you. Exactly. So, it's like sometimes you got to think about the things that you do before you do them. And even if he didn't take him on a hospital chase, the you know, it could have been the same result in him dying. It could have been, but we don't know that. We don't know. Yep. Okay, so... I'm gonna do, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um, follow it up with man because I was all with a of a deep cricket of the week, which oh by the way to me sound the crickets. Um, uh, my, my and this is I'm gonna be straight to the point, get to the point. My cricket of the week this week is going to the people that well, I told y'all. So remember I told you that um they opened up the restaurants and whatnot. You know, Friday, but you know they limited to, you know, it's still social distancing within the um, restaurants. So some restaurants are doing pretty good, like their space, not the tables. Like if a table is more stationary, they can't move it. They'll block, they'll close that table down so they can have some spacing. So shout out to the people that are doing that, but shout out to the businesses that are just like, you know what, F it, we're not going to have any social distancing. Like, so I'm kind of confused. 
so inside we're making these we're going by these rules, but outside on the patio of your restaurant we're not. I'm I'm really confused. I drove by a restaurant today and I I'm like, dude, you're right, that's way more than six feet. People are like packed on the patio. And so I'm sitting here just asking myself, like, what in the world? Like, is what is really the deal? And I, I'm really tired of people like trying to always single out black people like it's it's the we're the only ones out here wanting to get out and have fun. I went around I went through I went through on in Cambui over here. I went through in Cambui to go through the drive through like I, I I do during this time to give me something to eat. And it was packed. Every restaurant it was like mad people there, like people cannot wait. And I just just imagine going inside the restaurants and seeing how people were just being with with um the spaces. So it's just kind of crazy. People doing as much. And then there was even in Atlanta. Atlanta, they have people in a line, uh, in long lines, waiting to get J's. Like, what the hell? Like, we still doing that? Really? Y'all think, yo, J's more important than Baptist? J's are more important than Donna? Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Y'all wildin'. So, no, nah, that, that's my cricket of the week. Like, these these are business, man. Yeah, this you know because I'm I'm pretty sure when these um, clubs and stuff open, they gonna be real strict about as far as they first open being real strict about how even they let in and how close people are. Hell, you can't help it on the dance floor to a degree. I hope we ain't doing those. I know I heard the six inches at a dance, but man, you at the club, you gotta be six feet away. That's gonna be something else. You can't, man. Be rough. <laughs> So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something else between just watching how this is gonna affect um how the new the new normal is gonna be for a while with the strip clubs, with the regular clubs, all bars, all that. How they're gonna adapt to this? So this is gonna be interesting. So yeah, that is my cricket of the week. But nonetheless, I will say this again. I said what I mentioned at the beginning. I can't wait to get my hair cut. Shout out to that. Cause I'm, I'm, I will be, if it got to be an appointment, it's an appointment television, I got to set an appointment. I am going to hurry up and call them and put an appointment in immediately because I can't do it no more. My hair is done enough. It's, it's been fighting a good fight, but now it's time to go. So that's just pretty much it. Uh, that being said, Nay, as we get ready to roll on out, um, remind them how they can follow you. Y'all can find me on all social media, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, Nays Production, that's N-A-Y-Y, on the production, and y'all be able to find me. If you can't spell production, you don't need to be on social media, period. Period. You can yell social media. All right, y'all know who you can follow me. Um, shoot, I'm all over the place. Seti J does C-E-D-D-Y, letter J-D-U-S-K. Um, laser focus photos. Dust spot is the main page for um on most of the show. D U S K S P O T and Human Chemist Mag. Follow that um, page as well, and be able to keep up what we got going on. Um, shoot. That being said, y'all, we end the show by reminding you everything you do, no matter what you do, no matter how you do it. Remember, where there's a J, or where there's a Nay or a you. Or a you there is a way. Y'all to the episode of Life of the Dust Live with your boy Seti J and your girl. Nay.
Oh, Nate's production. And Nate, what's up, public service now so we give everybody every hump day? If you go help, please do it responsibly. All right, y'all. We out, y'all. Keep, stay safe. Stay safe out here in the streets. Don't be out here acting a goddamn fool. All right, don't we be out, trying y'all. Don't be out here catching coronavirus. Yeah, don't be catching on that, that Rona. All right, we out. Peace. <laughs> It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.